Welcome to podcast number 51. Yep, here we go with another podcast, and uh, this one's a little bit different. Uh, this podcast uh, is, uh, you know, what to work on in the off-season. I've had a lot of requests for, for this podcast, and uh, as I've been collecting my, uh, collecting my notes on it, it's quite honestly, it's gotten a little bit out of hand <laughs> on my end. I have about six pages of notes that we're going to go through, uh, through on this one, and, and in, this podcast is timely. Not only is it January, but I just got done with the Rick uh, Racing Team doing off-season training. And, and it wasn't so much the actual training as was the evaluation of, of how they should be structuring their training. And that's really what uh, this is about, is uh, the off-season's about, is, is giving yourself some evaluations. We have a lot of things to talk about. This podcast is probably going to run um, a little bit long because I've done so much, uh, we've done so much uh, research on this and I've got, a, I've got what do you know? I've got a lot to say. I realize that everybody wants to, you know, have that silver bullet of, you know, okay, show me. Here's how I go fast. And of course, there's there is no shortcuts. If you've if you've heard me talk about before, it's just it's just good old fashioned deliberate hard work. That's all there is to it. And of course, we saw that uh, with our guys and you know these guys that that we just had tested. You know, we had you know, probably three out of the top 10 um, best motorcycle riders in the U.S. come to Park City and, and have their evaluations done. And uh, we built their, their training action plan from that. So, all right, let's just dive right into this. And, you know, what to work on in the off-season. And let's break this down. Why, why is the off-season important? And the first one is you need some downtime, right? We, we spend all this time running around the year. Uh, there's a lot going on. You know, you've got your personal life, you've got work, professional life, all these things going on. And you need some time, uh, downtime to, um, to, to rest and recuperate. But also, it's time for you to reflect on what to make better. And I think that's really the point is you need to ask yourself, you know, how am I doing? And, you know, we all want something different. Well, to do something different, you, you, you know, if you want something different, you have to do something different to make that happen. And you need to evaluate um, those steps, right? And if you don't have a clear evaluation, then you, your next steps are not going to be clear. So... The way that I like the way that I like to look at that is is um, let's let's think about you know did you meet your goals for last year? So that's one thing to think about. Okay, then what was holding me back from from that? And of course, I know there's a, there's a lot of things that that go into that statement, but you need to look at that and say, okay, well, what held what held me back? Was it was it time? Was it money? Was it um, was it my bike? Was it my fitness? Was it my organization? So I think that's probably the first thing to take a look at is, you know, what kept you from meeting your ultimate goals in 2017, 2018. And I think we need to back into this just as how we would look at a track. Let's back into the situation, right? What are your goals for 2018? And back into the equation, what's it going to take for me to get to that goal? And uh, I, I think, you know, evaluating that situation is is gonna is a big is a big step instead of putting it you know forward imagine going to the doctor go to the doctor and uh you know he's going to evaluate you to find out you know ultimately you know what's holding you back or what the what the issue is and this is no different than that so let's have some evaluation let's 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 run the equation backwards and say okay what's it going to take for me to to you know have success for that goal and i think i think that's going to help you and if you're not sure about that, here's what I want you to do. Write down three things that you felt were holding you back. Write three things down that were holding you back 
or you think are going to hold you back for 2018. And automatically, by you writing those things down, you're identifying those things. And I can almost guarantee the fact that you're, you're going to write them down in an order that is your priority. So write those things down and find out you know, what's holding you back. And, and we'll start to play around here with some things that you can do to help that, uh, help that going. This offseason is also important because, you know, having come from an athletic background and and um, seeing what, you know, again, we were just we were just basically at Olympic Training Center with these guys. What they're doing in the offseason is what is setting their fundamental stage for the upcoming season. So how they build their foundation, whether it's um, with cardio um, or whether it's strength training or their mindfulness training, whatever it is. That they're they're setting their fundamental stage for that now, and that's the stage that they're going to try to maintain or come back to the whole rest of the year. And we can make it something super super simple, which is um, let let's say you know you you organize your toolbox. So you organize your toolbox in the off season, which is something we'll talk about, and you get your toolbox all organized. Well, you're always trying to come back to having your toolbox that organized during the rest of the year because you know shit's gonna shit's gonna happen and you know toolboxes can get all messed up and it's gonna be nuts but you're trying to come back and have your toolbox organized again so think about that which is you know this is where we build our organization this is where we build our fitness and i think it's it's remembering this is what we're trying to come back to and, and make your life a lot easier one thing that i want to talk about is being a motorcycle rider is a skill it's a skill that you have to develop. You know, we're as humans, we're not, you know, we're not um, set up to go 180 miles an hour. We're not set up to have all these things that are that are happening. So it's a skill that you have to develop. This does not matter if you're a track rider or a street rider. It does not matter. It's a skill that has to be worked. This is a skill that has to be developed and nurtured and 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 worked on. And I think that's something that you have to realize is that, oh, you know, if I've just naturally, you know, if I, I have what I have and that's it. No, no, you can. You can take this as far as you want, but it's a skill that you have to develop. And again, the off season is a great way for you to step back, take a look at it, find out what's holding you back, and then start building some of those things. So the way that we're going to work on this podcast is we're going to talk about three different things. And we're going to talk about you and your writing. And you know, we're going to talk about uh, the writing techniques, the physical fitness, the mental fitness. Um, we're going to talk about your motorcycle. We're also going to talk about some of the logistics as well. Uh, I think there's a lot that goes into that, that that certainly helps out. And street riders, you know, I get, I get people tell, telling me all the time, well, a couple things that people tell me all the time is, I'm not good enough to come work with you. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, if you, if, if you want to ride and you want to get better, then you can come work with us. It's that simple. We don't care. We, we, we typically do get half a dozen people a year that have never ridden a motorcycle or they've ridden scooters or whatever, and they come and they want to learn the right way. So this is for anybody. All these things are for anybody that wants to get better. And I think that that realizing that whether you're a street rider, yeah, I want to have the same eye habits. I want to have the same initial braking technique as the best riders in the world. Why would you not? Those are things that are going to save your butt. So street riders, all this, all this absolutely matters for you and your riding. If anything, it matters more for you and your environment. So regardless of what you're riding, Let's uh, let's get this stuff going. So, as we as we get into this, let's talk about um, what we want to work on. And I, I think 
I think what we want to work on initially is let's, okay, so we have three aspects of an athlete. This became, even though we've talked about this and you've heard me talk about this, this became even more clear when we, when we did our training um, uh, a few weeks ago with our guys, right? We're, we're talking the people that are training that, that, that evaluated us. These are Olympic trainers. Um, these are, these are trainers that have uh, trained um, multiple Tour de France winners. And we got to go to their lab and, and see what they're doing. So this really hit home um, when we went back to um, went back and got these guys evaluated. And yes, I went through the evaluation process too. So yeah, walk the walk. So there's three aspects to the athlete, right? Your craft, your technique, what you do. That's one aspect. Second aspect is your physical fitness. Third aspect is your mental fitness. And we need to be able to address each one of those things and find out which one of those is holding you back the most. And again, if you wrote down your goals, wrote, wrote down what's holding you back, you can start to take a look and start seeing some patterns with that. Writing technique. The, the first thing is, let's start, let's start putting together a trigger phase that enables a technique. And what I want to be able to do with that is is separate the um, emotional side from the technical side. And we've got a lot more that, uh, that we'll get into that uh, in just a little bit, but, but separate technique from emotion. Get something that starts to trigger your techniques, um, whatever that, may, whatever that may, may be. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm committing to working on a technique, not um, getting all jacked up with, with emotion. Let's not let emotion drive, you know, let, emotion's going to drive you to go do the technique. We don't want emotion to be the technique. So let's start messing around with that. And it's simple. If you, if you in this off season, start working on some riding techniques and let's start it with this, let's start it with the order of the sport, right? So if you can even understand the knowledge objectives, the order of the sport, for instance, what they mean and what the order is, so if we're looking at, okay, what, what really is, um, what's exit direction mean, right? What's, bi what's bike placement, you know, proper bike placement on the entry mean for the upcoming situation? So understand the order of the sport, because if you're, if you're messing around, um, trying to work on body position, but your motor controls suck, well, right, you got things and you got things, it's actually going to, to um, plateau you. And it's something that's not going to get better. So start off with just understanding what the order of the sport is. Work on entry and exit corners. What find the tracks that you go to, find the roads that you go to. I don't care if it's a go-kart track. I don't care if it's, you know, a, a, a Moto America track. It doesn't matter. If you can start understanding what an entry and exit corner is, then you automatically know what control you're supposed to be using when. And boy, does that make your life easier. Start a, start working on your eyes a little bit more and realize that, you know, there's essentially eye timing. When should my eyes be moving? How long should they be on our reference point? What are our reference points? Start working on that of everything. Controls. I think this is one of the big ones that, that um, if you ever, if I'm ever a passenger in your car, uh, yeah, whether you like it or not, yeah, I'm going to be looking at your controls. And think about it, you know, controls are completely adjustable, right? The first 5% of everything you do, pause. The first 5% of everything you do is what some of that adjustment ends up being. So you can work on, you can work on that in you know, whatever, your car and your bicycle, all those different things. So start understanding what the first 5% of everything is. And I'm going to come back to this one. 
work on your eyes a lot. How about this? Maybe get your eyes checked. When's the last time you had your eyes checked? Think about that. Vision performance starts with knowing and understanding what your vision is. And I think that that's an important one. Get, get an eye test. Find out what's going on there and, and at least get some evaluation going on in there. So there's so many things that you can work on um, with this. And of course, the nice thing is, is we have this wonderful library of, uh, of, of podcasts to go back and, um, and refer to. That, that you can pick one of these things and, and start to mess with it. Mess with them in your car, right? First 5% of brakes, last 5% of brakes. As you go to the brakes, you look, you look in, you look into the situation, right? You look into the on-ramp. You go to the throttle, you look, your eyes go out, right? To, to, to see where your exit point will be. And there's other things that you can do as well, which is uh, mini bikes, right? You can ride mini bikes, XR100s. You can go to a go-kart track. You can ride... You know, anything basically with two wheels, you can go go-karting, you can go flat track. And again, driving to work, driving to the store, all these things happen. But come, let's come back to this. It's establishing a trigger, trigger phase that enables this. So find something that starts this technique to happen, right? It's just not going to happen unless you enable it. So let's, let's mess around with that. Also, you can go in the garage. And you can sit, sit on your bike in the garage and you can sit up on the brakes. Sit up on the brakes and get that going. Um, you can lock your outside thigh into the tank as, as, you, as you lead in there with, lead in with your forehead. You can work on your inside foot being flexed, right? You can work on how you go to the brakes and how you go to the throttle sitting in your garage on your bike. You could spend five minutes a day doing this, two minutes a day doing this, and it's going to help you build that training tool for you. It's going to help you build that, uh, that muscle memory for when you go out and ride, um, when things, uh, when things warm up. So I think, I think it's one thing to be able to do these things and it's another to be able to understand them. So as you're in the garage and you're sitting on your bike and you're real, realizing, well, Hmm, gosh, you know, I can't turn the throttle because I need a quick turn throttle. Well, maybe you scoot back off the seat a little bit. Well, you know, how does that change my wrist angle? And realize that, okay, now as I go to the brakes, where do my fingers actually go to the brake lever, right? Where am I grabbing, right? Take this time to understand where your fingers are actually going to the brake lever, how they come back, how you reset your hand, right? So take this time to actually understand these things because this is, this is how I, this is why you're listening to this podcast, right? This is how I took the time to be able to do these things. Proper habits only come, you know, from doing these things correctly, you know, so habit comes from repetition. Well, again, you got to give yourself a trigger thing to make it happen and you actually have to go do them to build the right habits. So let's work on technique. We've been, you've given you some good things there with some technique to, uh, to play with. Hey, go to your, again, draw out, draw out entry and exit corners. If you just did that this year, you're going to be way ahead of the game. Let's talk about physical fitness. We know why fitness is so important, right? It's easier to move around on the bike. Um, you, you, you last longer during your sessions. Well, really, you stay focused longer because if, as soon as your fitness drops away, right, your mental focus drops away. So being fitter on the, on the motorcycle enables your focus to stay, to stay longer. So we, that's, you know, we know why physical fitness is such a big deal. Remember, you're an athlete. This is not an easy sport. So think you're, start thinking yourself and start treating yourself like the proper athlete that you are because this is not an easy sport. And 
I, you know, a couple things that we can do in this off season. When's the last time you had a physical? When's the last time you went to your doctor, got a physical and took a look at things? So I'm going to encourage you to get a physical. Even, even if you're like, well, I'm, you know, I'm pretty fit and I do this stuff, get a physical, right? Let's establish some baseline stuff with what's going on. Another one, let's get flexible. Flexibility in the sport is such a big deal. And we really saw, um, even, even I work on my core a lot. I couldn't believe how, honestly, I was butt-ass weak when we did some of these core evaluations. And I work a lot on it and realize how much more room I have to go. Uh, even our athletes um, that, that are very good and very fit with fit at this sport realize how much more we have to go with our core strength and flexibility. Flexibility is such a big deal. And yeah, this is something that I wrote down and we started already talking about it. Is guess what? Right now, your core is not strong enough. It's not. Everything, everything basically comes off of that. The way you support yourself on the bike, the way that you move on your bike, you know, it's all coming from that core strength and, and, and your legs and, and even your, you know, your ankle strength and the flexibility that you have there. So right now, bottom line is you're not strong enough or you're not flexible enough. So let's get that going. Talked about getting your eyes checked. Yeah, get your eyes checked. This is one that I know is not the most politically correct one to talk about, but guess what? Lose weight. And the fitter you are, the better you can move around the bike, the easier it is. Oh my gosh, it makes such a difference. So if it's something that you need to work on, work on it. This is the time to do it. It's very difficult to be able to do it during the, during the season. Also, sleep. Oh my gosh. Have a solid sleep schedule. You know, we see what a big difference um, proper sleep makes, proper sleep habits make. Get on a good sleep schedule. Man, this makes such a big difference. And I was, um, I was shocked when we did some of the testing a few weeks ago uh, when we looked at some of the data from sleep, um, what a big deal the sleep is. And of course, that's something I've had to change. I don't sleep well. And that's something that I've really worked on. And, and uh, the Rick team, we all have our, our whoop um, bands that we use and we all hold ourselves accountable. And the part of what we do with our Rick athletes as well is we treat them like professionals, which is they have to fill out a training action plan per week of you know, how, you know, how many hours of sleep they got per day, how much time they spent on cardio, how much time they spent on strength training, all this, all this stuff gets tracked. Um, because if we want, we want to have the highest outcome, we got to, we have to be, you know, treating, treating everybody like the professionals that they are. So sleep schedule, work on your sleep schedule, have a solid cardio plan and track it. Even, even if it's, even if it's walking, right, that's fine. Have something. You can get a massive amount done in 30 minutes a day with a solid cardio plan. Uh, and if you if you alternate your cardio plan with your flexibility every other day or whatever it is, man, it makes a big difference. It, it, if you if you can just start that going, oh my gosh, you're 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 gonna be way ahead of the game. So the physical fitness, get a physical, get flexible, work on your core, get your eyes checked, get some sleep going. Get a cardio plan going, right? Get this stuff going. If you want to get better, this is how you're going to get better. And the thing you have to remember with this is everyone that's listening, this, this sport is uncompromising when it comes to these things, right? This is not, you know, this is not badminton where you miss a shot and you laugh about it. No, you miss a shot here, you get hurt. Treat this more seriously. Treat this sport for the, what the consequences 
are the consequences that we have. And I know that's not the, the most sexy thing to say, but that's the reality of it. Think about, think about, you know, if things go wrong, our, it's, like, it's like the last you know, podcast that we have, right? If you plan to crash today, right? think about that, right? So think about, let's, let's make sure we're doing everything we can to mitigate that. Treat, treat it more seriously. It's the most bitching sport when it goes correctly. But it also is the most unforgiving sport when it doesn't go correctly. So let's, let's keep working on that. All right, so mental fitness. If you have a full-time job, um, it's tough, right? Because we have so much going on in our life. So here's, what I, here's what my thought. It's, it's learning to be able to access the motorcycle racer in you on demand. Think about it that way. Right, you got all this stuff going on, right? You got your work, your professional life, you got personal life, you got kids and dogs and all this stuff that are happening. But you need to be able to access the motorcycle racer, racer in you on demand. And that goes back to that trigger statement I had. Set time aside, realize that, okay, I need to train. I need to do this so I can be a more proficient motorcycle rider. Street or track, doesn't matter. And Learn to get a trigger to make that happen. Whatever it may be, right? Get something going. And, and you need you, being able to say to your wife, girlfriend, whatever, hey, look, you know what? I need this 30 minutes so I can be safer on my bike. I need to be, I need this 30 minutes so I can be um, better at what I do. And they'll absolutely understand that. So learn to be able to access the motorcycle racer that is inside you, be able to do it on demand. All right. Do you want to get better or do you want to be a gearhead? I think there's nothing wrong with being a gearhead. I love, I love tinkering with stuff. I love playing with stuff. I, I, I love that aspect of it. But also remember, you need to separate the gearhead from wanting to get better. If you want to get better, get better. You want to be a gearhead, be a gearhead. It's very difficult to be both. So if you want to have a bike in the garage that you can just take apart and, and tinker with and restore, awesome, fantastic. I completely applaud it and love it. And guess what? I want to check it out too. But if you want a result, right? You want to get better, then work on getting better. You've got to be able to separate being a gearhead from wanting to get better. I can't tell you what a big deal that is. So have something, great. Work on something, great. But if you want to get better, commit to getting better. So I think this next one is do the best you can to clear all the bullshit out of your life. And you know, commit to being good at this. It's what I said earlier, right? Take the consequences of this sport more seriously. It takes so much time, so much money, so much effort. And of course, you know, the, the, the downside is the injury. So clear, clear out all this bullshit. If you're going to be a good motorcycle rider, commit to being a good motorcycle rider. And you won't believe the results. If you commit to these results you will, or commit to these actions, you won't believe the results that, that you're going to have. So take it more seriously and understand the consequences of what's, what, what are going on. Part of the other, this, this mental fitness that we're talking about, um, so where does confidence come from? Confidence on the bike really comes from reducing fear. And you have to remember, what, what's fear, right? Fear is something that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, we all understand the potentials of this fear, but fear, fear are things that have not happened. They're, they're, they're things in the future. So we need to mitigate, we need to mitigate those things. And the more that we work on technique, the more we, that we work on being fitter, where our, our bike is prepped, confidence is automatically going to come from that. So 
I think that's something that we need to say. Again, it's not necessarily the sexiest thing in the world, but it's realizing where does confidence come from? And confidence comes from being prepared. Confidence comes from being as fit as you can and mitigating all the things that can go wrong. All right, technique-based versus emotionally-based. We talked a little bit about this. If you work on emotion, right, when emotion wears off, you're gonna be drained well below 100%. You're gonna be smoked. So realize that you know emotion, emotion is, um, is a short fuse. We wanna work on technique, right? Work off technique and let, let emotion motivate the technique, not be the technique. And I think that that's something we, we, we um, it's so easy to have that happen, right? So this is, goes back to technique-based versus emotionally-based, right? Okay, so great, what can we do about this? How do we do this? How do we get more mentally fit? One, we have to understand that there's mental fitness in the sport. That's the first thing, right? Yet the mental fitness is a, is a big part of this. Let's get some yoga going. And let's get some yoga going because it works on your core. It also puts you in a room where you don't have a cell phone, you don't have anybody bugging you, and you need to go focus. And, and when, when I talk about um, uh, being able to meditate, I want you to think about meditation differently. Here's how I think of meditation. I think of meditation as being in a position to be able, I, I want to be able to control each individual thought process without losing focus. So, you know, I want to be able to, if I'm, if I'm laying down there and I, I spend, depending on, depending on the day, I'll work on this minimum five minutes a day, um, sometimes up to 20 uh, if I'm not doing yoga, which is I'll literally lay down in the middle of the floor and I'll work on my breathing, right? I want to clear all the thoughts out of my head, but I'm not, it's like, oh, clear all the thoughts out of your head and don't think about anything. No, bullshit. You're going to think of things, but it's, I want to be able to I want to be able to control each singular thought without losing focus. That's how I see it. And that's what's going to help you actually go deliberately work on these things is being able to control each one of these single thoughts. So spend the time to do some yoga. Spend some time to med meditate. Okay, not meditate. Um, do some mindfulness training. Um, that right there will help. Work on your vision. If your eyes aren't engaged, your focus is not engaged. If your focus is not engaged, guess what? Your mental game is not engaged. Work on your eyes more. The last thing on mental fitness that will help your confidence is do something every day for your riding. Do something every day. Even if you close your eyes for 20 seconds and see the rider you want to be, do it. It, it, it doesn't take much to make that happen. It's just committing to those, that time and again, finding that trigger to make it happen. Mental fitness, there's a lot to it. But a lot of it comes from being prepared. A lot of it comes from that confidence. A lot of it comes from your eyes. And a lot of it comes from that focus. So spend some time to make that happen. Last couple of things that we're going to talk about is your motorcycle. I'm not going to beat this one up. Is your bike capable of meeting your goals for the year? I know that sounds it's like, is, is, so is my bike, does it fit in the classes I'm going to run? Um, is if I'm taking a long, um, a long street ride, if I got a tour going on, is this the bike that's going to actually make it through that? Is it going to actually be capable of handling the situation I want it to do? So I think that's something to take a look at, right? Is, is that bike capable of meeting your goals for the year? Second thing with your bike, make it safe. Um, going through your bike, you have to remember, I also, I, 
I've been hit by belly pans. I've been hit by wrenches. I've been hit by exhaust canisters. I've been hit by wheel weights. I've been hit by all that stuff. Make your bike safe. It's not only your hands, your health is in your hands, other people's health is in your hands. We don't have a big cage around us. So make your bike safe. How about this one? Clean your shit. If you show up to your first track day and your bike looks like it did at your last track day and you had five months, well, you deserve some ribbing. So clean your shit. Get your bike clean. Work, make sure it's prepped, right? Go through it. I think, I think, you know, going again, we got a great podcast on that, right? You and your bike, it's a relationship. Listen to that one again. You're relying on your bike to meet your goals. You're relying on your bike for your health, right? You're, you're relying on your bike for so many different things. Make your bike prepared. Make your bike safe. And I think that's going to help you a lot. And of course, get all the maintenance done on it. I'm not going to get into that, right? Get all the maintenance done on it and, and separate the gear head from having a bike that meets your goals. One thing also with your bike that, we, that we've talked about in that other podcast is start a maintenance log. Whether you ride it with a Sharpie on the gas tank, you write it down, start a maintenance log on your bike. Don't be a lazy ass, right? The other thing, and it's a simple one, but boy, is it a big part of what we do is the logistics. Man, there's so much, right? You come home from work, right? You've got to be at the track on Saturday, and there's so much going on. It's, uh, <laughs> it's you got to get everything loaded up in your truck, trailer, whatever it is, right? Hook it all up and, and get going. Work on that procedure. Work on those logistics. Work on making it more organized. Th the logistics is the hard, one of the hardest parts of this damn sport. So make your life easier. Organize your toolbox. Organize your pit. Um, you know, organize how all of your things come together. And that will also simplify things. Have less stuff, but make the stuff you have more pointed. Mark your wrenches. Again, clean your toolbox. Um, clean your. Make sure all your gear is ready. Do you have a spare set of gloves? If you if you if you you know forget your gloves, what about a key for your bike? You, does your bike have a key? Where's your spare key? So take yourself through this procedure. How about this? You think you have nothing to do? How about load your truck up for a track day that you're not going to go to, or your trailer, and see if you can make that procedure better. See if you can make it more organized. And also, you know, unloading and loading your truck. Just go through it and make your life a lot easier. Gas cans, all those different things. So go through that procedure and make your life a lot simpler. So get organized. And the last thing is, long podcast, I know. Uh, I'm getting out of my envelope. Uh, last one is, listen to the older podcasts. The older podcasts have got such great information in there, and um, there's a lot of things that you can refer back to with those uh, with those podcasts. So, you don't think you have anything to do? Well, guess what? You got a lot to do in the off season, and I hope this uh, I hope this helps you, and I hope this uh, gets you motivated. And uh, there's nothing more than I want than you to have a super successful 2018. Hi, everybody. This is the voice of your friendly neighborhood podcast editor. I've been working with Ken for about a year now. And since Ken won't do it, I'm going to make an unabashed appeal for donations. Putting out these podcasts requires a significant amount of effort. And it's not just Ken's effort. There are folks behind the scenes that help with this production. We all do this to support Ken, his vision for making everyone a better motorcyclist and a better person off the bike. If you're like me, you've benefited enormously from these free podcasts. Ken has been so generous with his time and knowledge. 
please show him some support and appreciation and make a donation. You can keep the wheels rolling with a donation equal to the cost of a cappuccino at the track. So take a moment, click on the button, make a donation. Thanks for listening. Copyright 2018, Ken Hill Coaching, All Rights Reserved.